Hey everybody, this is Alex and this is Lunchbox Radio. Now before I get started, I want to thank everybody who's been listening to my um, Sunday edition, the latest Sunday edition on compilations, which is all about why a studio would choose to make a compilation of short stories as opposed to a much bigger thing. And this and the previous episode before that, the last Thursday edition, the last normal um, version of this thing, was all about Star Wars Visions, which is a fabulous compilation piece. Um, and if you haven't seen that seen that series, I encourage you to go check it out. On it's on Disney Plus, but you can also listen to the podcast, and it's a great episode, I think. So that brings me to what we're about to talk about today. And that is a little show called, at least this iteration of this season of it is called Baki Hanma. the show proper, I want to talk about a odd thing that has occurred in shonen anime. Most people, when they think about shonen anime, they think about something like, say, Dragon Ball Z or Naruto or Bleach um, or One Piece. Those are kind of those are kind of the big four, and everything kind of radiates oftentimes out from those shows that something like a combination of the of those four is what gets you things like my hero or like god forbid black clover um if you can't tell i'm not a fan of black clover you can hear all about how i'm not a fan of black clover on the podcast feed um before this episode in the feed in wherever you're using to listen to this right now but what I noticed that what and what lots of people know is that there's another wellspring, another inspirational piece, and that is Fist of the North Star. Now, if you've never heard of Fist of the North Star, it, it's like an infamous piece of shonen fighting madness, and if you follow the kind of logical line of Fist of the North Star, you get two pretty prominent, pretty batshit insane, pretty niche and cult classic shows. And those shows are um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Baki, and Baki the Grappler in terms of the thing. 
Now, both of these have manga that have run for a long time um, and have been around, and both of these have been around for a long time, and both of them got their original iterations of um, anime in the 90s. The JoJo's Bizarre Adventure 90s OVA is infamous for all kinds of censorship and things involving the Koran and lots of nonsense. But the Baki Grappler OVA is the Baki Grappler series, because there was a whole series that was in that took that was made in the nineties, is notable for a different thing. And the whole series of Baki is notable for a different thing. Because why Iraqi thing seems to come from prog rock and you know italian statue statue sculpture and like deep homoeroticism and the fact that iraqi will outlive us all he will never die he is an immortal vampire i'm not kidding what um kesuke what kesuke itagaki's like shtick is it's the proportions and physicality of his characters. He, and it can be really off-putting, like really off-putting. If you have the opportunity and you haven't yet seen a Baki character, just look up Baki characters. It's wild. Um, the Probably the next, the next best thing I could compare it to is like, the character designs in JoJo's have an odd, almost statuesque demeanor to them. The character designs in Baki, while not anatomically incorrect, are not, they're almost like, it's like everybody's a roided up bodybuilder. Have you ever seen like, the bodybuilding world championship and it's like muscles on top of muscles on top of muscles but also really skinny hips and like thighs that are somehow like bulging with muscles but the knees have to remain human knees that kind of look is what just about everybody in in the baki universe has as a body like fighter not fighter whatever they all kind of look like that and it Follow, the Baki universe follows the character of Baki Hanma. And I forget what they call his father, but they call his father like the demon or something. And the idea is, is that his father is one of the people who is one of the strongest people in the world. And he's a piece of shit. Look, bottom line is, Baki Hanma's father is an absolute monster like just the worst and Baki has taken it upon himself to try and defeat his father and all of the Baki that all the Baki the grappler series is really the story of Baki going to kick the shit out of his dad but one of the things that always gets to me with um that actually I like about JoJo's, but is a difficulty with Baki, is that the story of Baki is Baki like going into increasingly more, more and more insane scenarios with more and more insane 
like competitors in order to um in order to ultimately fight his father and in in Baki in this series Baki Hanma his father had acknowledged him as a challenger finally that has never really happened before we get to this point and it, and I keep comparing this to JoJo's because it's one of the the only other show that I feel like compares really is a show called Airmaster, which I haven't seen a ton of, but has major Baki vibes. However, it's got a female protagonist and also one of the most annoying voices ever put to anime. It's the worst. But if you've ever seen, um, I think it's Daryl Sarath's Twitter icon might still be one of the characters from Air Master. <laughs> which everybody's like, with people who know look at it and they're like, yeah, and we're like, yeah, okay. People who don't know are like, who, what the fuck? Um, but in Air Master and in JoJo's, everything is about fighting. There's very little romance to speak of. There's very little slice of life stuff to speak of. It's just all, the entire core is fighting. There is no moment like the driver's license episode episode of Dragon Ball Z. It's all, all of it, it's just it really, really, really brutal fighting constantly. Yes, there's like, you get to know the characters, but you get to know the characters in the context of their strength and their fighting and their like just their weird mannerisms of stuff. Um so in the first in the first series that I didn't and this is the reason why I'm talking about Baki Hanma as opposed to the original Baki series, is that I fell off of the first Baki series. And one of the reasons I did is because it just you have to keep ramping up the tension and you have to keep making it weirder and weirder in order to keep somebody's attention. That's one of the reasons most likely in my mind that um, that Araki jumps from generation to generation and with each generation he has a whole new setting and a whole new story and a whole new cast of characters. For example, Everybody's super excited about Stone Ocean, kind of including me, because it's about a Florida prison. Like, it takes place in prison, which is wild, considering that part four, that part five was Italian, was Italian mobs, was an Italian mobster story, and before that, it was a small town murder mystery puzzle box scenario. And before that, it was Stardust Goddamn Crusaders, which took place mostly in Egypt. And it's all, it's like, it's all, the thing about JoJo's is, like, if one season isn't for you, the next season might be. Who the hell knows? And that's kind of the magic of JoJo's, is that inside of each season, they go 
absolutely ham on the stands, the power set, the fights. They're all super weird. And stands only existed in, I think, from part three on. Like, stands do not exist in part one and two. It's just vampires and sunlight magic, basically. Um, and part one takes place in, like, Eastern Europe in, like, the olden times. And part two takes place in, like, 1930s New York. And so you see where Araki is, keep, A, keeping himself from getting bored, but B, keeping the audience from getting bored, because there's always something new there. If you haven't read, if you've only read, like, part five, you can go back to part one, and it's a totally different thing. Or if you haven't, or if you're reading sequentially, each part of JoJo's is a different, weird, totally new experience. But with Baki, it's just hardcore, insane fights. And the place where you get that like new weirdness is in the way that character in the way the fights happen and also the each character and how they fight and what they represent and how weird they can get with like the characters and the fighting but for a, a say 24 episode show for me at least that can get kind of like okay we're fighting a hobo and <laughs> i'm not kidding we're, we're fighting a hobo in the Tokyo sewer system and this is this is the thing for like the next six episodes and then you get into a tournament situation that feels an awful lot like high tension psychotic ultimate muscle <laughs> and it it just doesn't it just didn't sit with me because I it, it took kind of too long but also you didn't get enough of it of each section for me to really be that into it. However, much like once you have a certain base of, like say One Piece or Naruto, there'll be new characters that you'll have to learn in each arc, but you can kind of jump in after you watch enough of any of the big, any big shonen thing. You know where you are, you know what the rules are, you kind of just jump in, learn the new characters, and I know what I'm saying is blasphemous to hardcore fans of each individual shonen series, but you really can. And so what that means is, when I saw a 12 episodes, like a I can accomplish it inside of a week series in Baki, in ba for Baki, I was like, I, I think I can do this. Let me... Let me put this on and, like, see what the deal is. And the idea is, the basic premise of Baki Hanma is that he goes to a prison in... He goes, he goes to a supermax prison in um, Arizona called, that they call the Black Pentagon. And he... Because his father has acknowledged him as a as a willing challenger. So he goes to this, he goes to this um, prison to challenge the strongest man in America. 
um, who they call Mr. Unchained. His first name is probably supposed to be Oliver, but because it's Japanese, it's, it's Oliver. And he encounters, and he steps into this, like, universe of this prison where Mr. Unchained, basically this prison is his house. Like, he can just leave. He can go out to dinner in another state. No one cares because he is the most, he is the strongest person in America, he, meaning he's one of the strongest people in the world. And the bottom line is, is that it seems like that he lives there and he just doesn't, he doesn't care about you. He's never cared about you. And he doesn't, like, you don't see all of this stuff that keeps other prisoners in do the same to him. And, like, the other thing is, this is from the time of George Bush. And to give you an idea of, like, how they get their kicks in Baki. Baki kidnaps the president to a four-star restaurant out of freaking um, Dallas, Texas, where freaking Kennedy got shot so that he can get a maximum security prison sentence. <laughs> and his demand is that he's put in the Black Pentagon in Arizona with Mr. Unchained, to which... George Bush, George W. Bush, the the dildo president that we all thought was terrible until we got Trump. It's like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to go to prison with that monster? I just flipped into a George Bush impersonation. Um, but it, it, that's Baki's plan because Baki's idea is if he can beat all of them, Mr. Unchained, and a couple other people, then he has a chance against the demon, his dad. And, spoiler he beats Mr. Unchained. But not before he, like, spends time just kind of hanging out and having, and you see all these, like, casual other fights against the triplicate, um, and the triplicates of the mouse, who are these like three Chinese, um, who the three Chinese um, twins? I want to say. I don't know what you call twins when there are three of them and not two of them. But they're these like perfect synchronized fighters, and they get the kick the shit kicked out of him by this character named Number Two, and I forget the character Number Two, Number Two's um, real name. But the idea is that he's the second generation of Mr. Unchained. And what you... what So one of the things that lots of shonen anime does, but things that kind of ha share their roots in something like um, Fist of the North Star do to a greater degree, sometimes with an entire series, much like Baki Hanma, is they all use they all use 
the show to show you how strong each character is. Not only the main character, which they do in this, like you get to see Bakihama just like flex on flex on fools constantly, but you also see Mr. Unchained and you see um, number two's like insane strength because they have them. They have those two fight other people and each other on the way up to the fight between Mr. Unchained and Baki. They also show you Baki having that same fight with having fights with other characters so you see how strong Baki is. And also, hilariously, every once in a while they'll like jump to to um Baki's dad and you'll see like Baki dad Baki's dad doing insane shit all over the world. So they they show you how strong Baki's dad is. And the ramp up is nice and the like there's also a narrator in this show. Um that's a different that's a way different thing than something like JoJo that, that usually doesn't have a narrator. It usually is just like, okay you okay you fucking idiot. You gotta sit here and you gotta figure this out yourself. And the narrator is constantly explaining <laughs> I want I can't stress this enough. This is not real science. It's constantly explaining what sounds like real science, but isn't. This is kind of like pseudoscience that's thrown together to explain what the fuck is happening on screen constantly. And it's hilarious. Because it's also like very cheekily, you meet um, Maria, who is um, Mr. Unchained's girlfriend. Who due to some, who due to some insane disease, is like as big of a house, is like Honey Boo Boo's mom times three, and it, it's all bananas. It's all, it's all bananas. I, that's the only way I can explain this show. Is that is absolute insane bananas, and. That combined with the fact that there's, there is like in the distance, there is the big fight that will always be happen, that will always one day be promised and happen. And then there is the middle fight. And they have all this like insane, not only pseudoscience, but like world government devote satellites to <laughs> tracking like Mr. Unchained. Um, they devote satellites to tracking, um, Baki's dad, and they devote, I think they also devote satellites to tracking, um, number two. And, like, so, there's a great scene in this where, um, the narrator goes, like, if you ever notice that your, if that your GPS goes bad for a while, it's because Mr. Unchained decide decided to go out for a run and like the entire world the world the government of the world was like oh fuck mr unchained is is moving not at a car speed but like faster than he normal normally moves we need to dedicate more satellites to knowing where this motherfucker is all the time 
because he's that much of a threat to the world. And the same thing is true of um, Bucky's dad, but and number two and Mister and number two, but the, the joy of these shows and also the like the joy of these shows and their downfall is the ramp up and the insanity of the show because if it's a short time and, and it can sustain it for like 12 episodes, it's a fun ride. But if it's like a 24 episode show and it can't, it can't hold on to that madness for the entire show, you, it's easy to drop off. Is that, and I know that sounds insane, but think about the amount of filler, amount of just like episodes that were almost entirely pure screaming of something like Dragon Ball Z. That's what Baki in the middle can sometimes feel like. And I think that this season, Baki Hanma, strikes just the right amount of like space for that, for that crazy bullshit that you don't really lose interest in a way where you do for um, the original, for the original 2018 version Baki. And on that note, um, this, I'm going to try and make these a little bit more organized, a little bit more compact, a little bit shorter, or a lot shorter in this case. Um, this has been Lunchbox Radio. I have been Alex. If you like this episode, check out the other episodes. They're, most of them are a lot longer. If you like shorter episodes like this, um, this one is definitely up your alley. Um, look at Look forward to episode to episodes coming up because they try and compress them more, not be so pedantic. But also, um, the Sunday editions are 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 thirty minutes and under, whereas the Thursday editions are usually I try and keep them to thirty from thirty to minutes to an hour. But um, definitely check out the rest of the episodes in the feed. I hope you like them. On that note, I will talk to you on Sunday.